0: Welcome sports fans to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, VersaLift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It is uh, Matt Mosley. Good to be with you. Thank you, uh, Nash, for that introduction. And, uh well, yeah, I tell you, it is, uh, it's great to be with you today. Great to have all these uh, great sponsors with us. The American – oh, man, Central National Bank. Love you guys and uh, what you do. And, in fact, I need to be in touch with uh, Brian Fonville this afternoon. Of course, we have Aaron, this huge guest on today, Priest Holmes. And um, so excited about that and hoping hoping we have a beautiful graphic for for that to go along with it. But uh, exciting stuff on the Matt Mosley Show today. And, Aaron, we do need to bring up, remind me, 5 o'clock when Priest Holmes comes on, the famous Chiefs running back. Now, Aaron, do you think of him more Chiefs or where he started with the Ravens? And do do you remember, I mean, this is crazy to think of, that he went undrafted out of the University of Texas. As great a career he had there, of course, Ricky Williams arrived while he was still there. And so there was some crossover priest got hurt and then he finished up in 1996 and by then ricky had come on to the scene and was putting up unbelievable numbers and that kind of thing but aaron baltimore ravens undrafted in that 19 i guess that would have been the 1997 draft he's about exactly our age aaron and um That is, uh, it's hard to believe because you just think of like, I think of Priest Holmes as still being so youthful. I guess we are too, Aaron, right? (laughs) But that, what an amazing um, run that he had, and he's going into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. I was talking to Jay Black over there, the executive director of the the, uh, Texas Sports Hall of Fame. What a cool, what a cool opportunity. What a great time. What a great time to celebrate him. And, Aaron, he was uh, uh, grew up in San Antonio and played over there at uh, Marshall, at John Marshall High School, and ran for over, I believe, 4,000 yards over there at uh, Marshall. People know it as San Antonio Marshall. But what a deal. But, Aaron, we got to bring up the fantasy thing because Bryce Cherry, I believe, was talking about him, and it kind of came up. And he's got a great story about it. Like when he when he really found out how popular he was <laughs> oh, in fantasy you. football. By the way, I and, did yeah. We
2: were talking about it yesterday, and uh he has the third and fourth best fantasy seasons by a running back all time. ladainian uh, Ladanian's got the best and then I think uh oh Marshall Falk is second, but he is third and fourth for his two best seasons with the Chiefs. And I, I do consider him a Chief because he had his really, really great years with them.
1: He ran for over 1,000 when they finally started letting him play for the Ravens. He goes undrafted, plays in about seven games his rookie year, and then he goes as a free agent to the Chiefs, and, and he just starts putting up crazy numbers. Uh, that is interesting, Aaron. Fantasy football, third and fourth all-time. You said Ladanian had the best one ever. And Marshall Falk was second. Yes.
2: For running backs, obviously.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah.
2: Quarterbacks score yes. more, but
1: yeah, you, he... know, you know who came along that put up an unbelievable rookie season was Edger and James for the Colts. And and I know that because we drafted him and he went he went crazy. Uh, Aaron, do you think Priest will enjoy all this? We'll just kind of talk <laughs> fantasy with him the, the whole, whole time? The whole time, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, I will. Uh, but he'll have fun with it. He'll have fun with it. The, uh, the great Priest Holmes going in to the um, to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. And, uh, boy, Cynthia Potter, Carlette Gidry. Carly Gidry's one of the great runners of all time with the University of Texas. Um, Cynthia Potter, known as Cindy, was an unbelievable diver and Olympic champion. Gidry won gold. I mean, Aaron, it's is a big-time class coming in. Michael Strahan, Scott Drew, for all that he has done with the Baylor Bears, and uh, he'll be going in in this class. Aaron, I mean, shouldn't you have to... Gosh, I guess even RG3 is already in there. You know, you kind of – sometimes they make you wait until after your coaching days or at least five years after your playing days. I don't know if the Texas Sports Hall of Fame has all those rules. I've I've seen some of the uh, entries over the years, Manu Ginobili. I'm sure Duncan's in there. And I, mean, I would think – I wonder if they've put Tony Parker in there yet, all of the uh, – all of the Spurs. So uh, fascinating stuff as we get ready for that interview. That's today at 5 o'clock. And, Aaron, you know kind of how I like to do that. I, I, there's just days I want to do one huge featured type interview. And that's what we'll do. Now, daily, of course, Aaron, coming up soon, we'll, uh, we'll give a call. She's usually in studio. Today, Stephanie and sells, out making all kinds of sales calls, doing all that kind of stuff. And we'll have our uh, our Stephanie's uh, sports show as, uh, boy, Stephanie from sales jumps in there and gets rolling. Uh, and we'll do that here in a couple minutes, and we'll get her on uh, and uh, and do that. So big, big show plan for you today. And I have just really excited about all of this, and Rangers uh, going great guns. Aaron, I think you probably saw last night a, a record. Did not think we would see Andrew Heaney do this. I don't think I even knew that Andrew Heaney was some kind of unbelievable strikeout pitcher. Well, he gets on a roll. He opens the first nine um, outs of the game were via strikeout, uh, he I think he ends up with 10 consecutive strikeouts. Aaron that gets right up there with like some of the greatest of all time and I think that I think he broke Nolan Ryan's record with the Rangers which may have been at eight uh, Andrew Haney I know Stephanie was was watching that Stephanie's got some things prepared today. I mean at least I hope that's the case now Stephanie uh yesterday uh, a big hit. And people like this blow ball or whatever you came up with—that's some kind of deal that's up in the northeast. It's like ping pong, but you blow the the ball around. It's a, it's a it's an interesting uh, thing that you introduced us to. But Stephanie, I mean, are you are you out in the field right now? What's happening? As you kind of oh oh wait a second, what we have to do before I bring I like to bring people just right on, but of course Stephanie
3: has her own major introduction let's go ahead and do that it's time for stephanie from sales to talk sports brought to you by advanced house leveling my Fuels, fuse socal speed shop uncle worm smokehouse mission golf cars and epperson tractors uncle worm that sounds like a
1: place i need to visit man it i need to find a out
2: it is yeah
4: yeah. It's a great uncle.
5: place. You will, Next time you're around, I will take you there, Matt. It's a great place. They have great, amazing food. Um, you know, and they love local celebrities like yourself, so we'll have to take a trip there. But, hey, I want you to know, that blowball, I tried it at home last night. No way. There is no way I can play a full game of blowball. There's no way. So, just to <laughs> let you know.
1: Yeah, I uh, I tell you, <laughs> that is that – is, uh, I mean, that that by the way that worm that has really got me uh, and then some of those other things you have like the leveling I mean there's some things I needed the house and that's one of them like kind of a, a yes. leveling type deal we had some buckling uh, a few years Found ago I tried to yeah. <laughs> yeah I tried to wait and let that settle down a little bit and it's still kind of showing some <laughs> I thought maybe it'd go back down it's <laughs> you kind of it's weird. It's weird when I try to putt in there because you know it's it's got some undulation now to it. Now, Stephanie, <laughs> this is um, we've got the uh, NFL draft coming up. Our coverage, of course, yeah. we'll have some special coverage the end of the month in April. You're looking at these things. I'm sure last night you were monitoring the WNBA draft. Uh, Caitlin Bickle <laughs> from Baylor has signed with who? Aaron was it the Connecticut team or somebody like that? That Connecticut. Uh, anyway. Signed, yeah. Yeah, the Connecticut Sun. They play at that Mohegan uh, arena out there, and so we'll be excited to see how Caitlin does. Come on, Caitlin. You can do this. But now, Stephanie, <laughs> yeah. I'm, cu- I'm curious kind of what you have on your mind. And, uh, again, uh-huh. for people that are not used to hearing from Stephanie, this is a daily thing that we're doing, and it's uh, it's Stephanie's sports show, and it's highly, highly sponsored Highly leveraged. A lot of people have signed up to be a part of this thing. What do you have for us today? I'm uh, I'm very intrigued.
5: Well, um, actually, so I was rigging up on the NFL, NFL draft. You know, it's coming up next week, and I am actually kind of really into it this year. Um, and I'm sure you've been to plenty NFL drafts, Matt. But yeah, what I yeah. did not know is that, and for those who don't know and probably aren't as uh, smart as I am, just kidding, is that it's actually a free event. I did not realize that. So the NFL is anticipating over 450,000 visitors this year, which would be more than they had last year. And um, I thought it was kind of interesting that, you know, the it'll start Thursday, um, next Thursday, the 27th, uh, at 12 noon. Then they have an opening ceremony where the actual – prospects who will actually be attending, because I didn't realize this, too, that some of the top picks may or may not be there. And then as, you know, the days go on, you know, you know, I've seen like Jerry Maguire, don't laugh, um, but, you know, where some players aren't even actually at the draft, they're at home or in a hotel room with their agent. So I thought that was interesting as well. But it kicks off next Thursday. Um, and then every single night when there will be – a free NFL draft concert with some major headliners, which they plan to announce toward the end of this week. But one of the major headliners is a country singer called Brittany Spencer. She will be singing the national anthem at the Mm -hmm. opening ceremonies. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, if you're like, well, who else will be there? Well, there's a a multi-Grammy singer-songwriter, Alita Adams. She's going to be singing. Um, let me see. Lift every voice and sing. I don't even know what that song's about, but it's. I guess it's a big deal. And she'll be there. And then they will have a local band that will play in between each uh, each pick. And that band is called Lost Wax. So if you don't have anything to do and you've always wanted to go to uh, the NFL draft, make your plans. And hey, road trip. You can leave next Wednesday. Be there by Thursday. It's in Kansas City, which I think Matt, you just got back from Kansas City not too long ago, if I'm correct.
4: Yeah,
1: that and I did that. Anyway, kind of cool. Yeah, that's uh, that is the uh, draft coming up April 27th through the 29th, and uh, and right. so that'll be uh, that'll be a good time for everyone. I did not know. I mean, this is I'm, I'm finding out because of course Aaron and I are not people. That were known for being up at, at seven fifteen and some of the different various hours that you would be mm-hmm. on the radio. But boy, this is really interesting. Yesterday we had some kind of blowball situation, and uh, and today we've kind of you're running down the the uh, the NFL draft and getting people signed up for that. And now, do you even know who that singer is you mentioned? And, um, and lift every not. voice. I Yeah. Just so you know, I think that is the black national anthem. That's a. Uh,
6: yeah, that is. Okay. Yes.
1: Okay. That's very. I have important. heard
5: of. Yeah, I've heard of uh, Alita Adams and I've heard of Britney Spencer. Um, I mean, like I said, she's a country singer and she's a rising star. So I've heard of them. Now, they're supposed to have some really big headliners there. I'm not sure who that is, so stay tuned over the next few days, and I can let you know. Um, But I thought it was just kind of interesting. I didn't realize it was a free event. You learn something every new. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think we should take a road trip personally and go to it. And um, if you don't go, you can watch it on the NFL Network, ABC, and ESPN as well. And I know that – ESPN Central Texas, UMAT, and uh, we'll be doing some, uh, you know, coverage on it as well. But, anyways, I just wanted to bring that to y'all's attention. I thought it was kind of interesting, and I mean, what a fun event if you could go! I mean, it's all free, and you get free concerts every single night. So, why not? Yeah,
1: Aaron, I finally, I think the NFL will find a way to make some money off this. Okay, I think via merchandise sure. or something. Okay, I I don't think every bit of this will be free, but it is it is tough to distribute like four hundred and fifty thousand tickets. So they'll all crowd in there. And of course, there'll be some VIP areas. The media will be there. And your old pal Q, boy, he used to love this event and would go to that. And then he would just kind of force our listeners to to hear about the Raiders the whole time. He is a big
5: Raider fan. uh,
1: Yeah, way too much. Way too much uh, on the Raiders, but, boy, he's turned it into (laughs) a nice career, and he's out there in Vegas now, and he's really, really uh, achieved some great things. So, Stephanie, uh, please, uh, I I appreciate it, and, and boy, good to know you're out in the field today, closing deals, meeting with people. I am. And um, I, I'm afraid, though, you're, you're you're bringing them all to your segment. I mean, I'd really like you to be telling them the good word of the Mosley Show. But I, I'm well, afraid, actually, it's, I am. Yeah.
5: I'm actually okay. doing that for the Matt Mosley Show and the Stephanie Sports Talk. So we're good. It's all one package. Uh, okay. But yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. But there's a little info for you guys up there, and I look forward to talking with you tomorrow.
1: All right, there she goes. Uh, thank you, Stephanie, Stephanie's uh, Sports Show, and that happens. And, uh, man, just a, quite a few sponsors, and uh, we appreciate uh, appreciate her kind of bringing us up to date. Uh, Aaron, that'll, will that make you watch now that you know who's the national anthem? <laughs> did, did, I was not going to watch, really, until Stephanie started listing all those things. And now I think I will watch the NFL draft this year. But that'll be great. You know now they kind of simulcast it. You remember that Aaron like somehow Troy Aikman got involved. Well, now of course he's at ESPN. I was going to say Fox got involved at one point, but this is uh, NFL Network, ESPN, and now you know for years Trey Wingo, Baylor's own, did it for ESPN and anchored it, and I think it's now Mike Greenberg. Aaron, does he not uh, – does Greeny not have enough things to do? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a real uh, – he's a man who likes to get involved in these things. So that'll be good. And that's, again, coming up here in a couple of weeks. And we'll see what the Cowboys end up doing as they uh, pick later in that first round. But it's still, the great thing about the Cowboys pick, they could really go a lot of different directions. They don't have to feel like, oh, we've got to get a cornerback. Oh, we have to get a wide receiver. This is one of the few drafts I can remember where you don't have to, you know, you don't have just a gaping hole on your team. You certainly could use tight end help, but I don't think you certainly could use running back help, but I don't think there's any need at that pick in the 20s to, be, to get desperate in that area. All right, we'll start looking at some uh, some mock drafts as things unfold uh, at, uh, at 440, of course, we have Campus Confidential. And, Aaron, I'm seeing more and more portal news. And one of those involved a big-time player staying in school. And uh, I, I find these, these are very interesting headlines. Duke's Filipowski stays, top ten recruit wants out. This is fascinating to me a five-star recruit at Duke, saw that Philipowski announced he was staying, and this the, the guy who plays his position that was going to be there as an incoming freshman said, let me out of here. Let me out of my commitment. Aaron, I'm shocked it hasn't happened even more. But now it's starting to happen. We will talk more about that. Aaron, next, I want to talk with you a little bit and get into what's happening with the big 12 the colorado buffaloes talk has heated up in a huge way we're going to talk a little bit about that we'll do that next and remember five o'clock today
3: priest holmes will be joining us all of that coming up next the home for baylor bear baseball is espn central texas
7: how about serving delicious central texas style barbecue and all the fixings at your next catering event Hellberg Barbecue caters all-size events, from small birthday parties to large corporate gatherings of over 800 people and full-service weddings, including appetizers, charcuterie tables, and more. And they feature a catering rewards program for repeat customers, including a rebate on additional jobs, plus a rebate on new catering jobs referred to Hellberg. Learn more at hellbergsbarbecue.com.
8: Hey, folks, Derek Scotty with Jim Turner Chevrolet. New inventory has arrived, and it's time for you to take advantage. Malibu, Equinox Traverse, Blazer, and the best trailblazer ever built. Also, the new 2024 HD pickup in stock for immediate delivery, and folks, still 0% financing on every half-ton Silverado in stock. So give us an opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a beat away in McGregor. We're going to treat you like family.
3: Listen to the Matt Mosley
4: show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Attention farmers and ranchers. You want that person to person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their market location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 25- It's Agritech Animal Health. In the market for a quality metal
0: building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45 year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. It's Genco's 70-year Platinum Auto event. Now's the time to
1: go platinum at Genco, where we've been saving members money by paying less for their cars, lowering their interest rates, and reducing their payments. Refinance now and receive a rate as low as 5.09% for 48 months. Then skip your payments for 70 days. Apply online and get an additional rate discount of 0.15%. Go Platinum, 70 days no pay Platinum. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policy. For more information, go to JimcoFCU.org, member NCUA. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside as we roll along on this Tuesday afternoon. Just gorgeous weather. Uh, Appreciate everybody joining us. And um, just looking right now at uh, what we've got coming up today. And it's going to be Priest Holmes joins us at 5 o'clock today. Going into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. What a fun guy! What a great player he was, and I tell you, I I am interested right now, though, Aaron. Speaking of, he's a famous Kansas City Chiefs. These Chiefs um, are right now trying to build something, and. It's interesting right now, the Chiefs and Chargers have a lot of back and forth going on, and I've just been reading about that, and I find it interesting because they've got the fascinating quarterbacks. Uh, Kellen Moore has ended up there, so there's a lot to get into there. Aaron, this news of Colorado, and, you know, it's kind of bubbling up in places that are a little bit uh, hidden. Now, Andrew Marchand is a big time, uh, he he is a guy for one of the New York tabloids that really covers these things closely. And I find all of this to be interesting because we're starting to hear all this and there are now reports that Colorado could be a candidate to defect from the Pac-12. Now they're calling this a new report from the New York Post, and I would say a lot of times you see the New York Post, and you're like, eh, all right. I mean, this is, or um, are, are we sure? I mean, th- there's a lot of kind of puffed up things there. But Marshawn knows sports media. He breaks a ton of sports media news, and he's been on, he's been in on some of this realignment, along with the Sports uh, Business Journal. John Uron, and in fact, Marshawn and Uron have a, uh, a podcast, and much like we had Brett Yormark on, the Big 12 commissioner, they had him on recently. Marshawn wrote in his story that, quote, we will add this to the conversation around potential defections from the Pac-12 to the Big 12. And then he wrote the words, watch Colorado. Now, everybody's again talking about, okay, why did he say that? And, and they know his expertise in the sports media. Um, this, is, this is one of the first times he's truly just singled out one of the potential four-corner schools. And, of course, it's no secret that the Big 12's after Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, uh, and Colorado. And the Athletic reported last week about the new Pac-12 deal, Aaron. It won't, quote, won't likely be announced until late spring, early summer. To make matters worse, Aaron, the Athletic also has reported the Pac-12 was negotiating with a new potential partner the CW all right Aaron what is the CW Aaron when you hear the CW do you go all the way back to the WB or the W what was that thing called the WB yeah the WB where it's like Dawson's Creek and that kind of thing where do you when you hear CW what, what what comes back to mind or do you go back to Dawson's Creek Party of Five some of those great was Party of Five was that the WB, or was, the, was Party of Five on Fox? That
2: may have been Fox. Okay. Every time I, every time I think of uh, the, the CW, I think of um, Smallville, which I don't know whether that was originally WB either, but I, I used to yeah. watch that show. The guy who played Lex Luthor was really great. So that's, that's what immediately comes to mind.
1: Was that like a, a a Superman type situation? Smallville?
2: Yeah, his, his yeah, it was basically Superman's high school years.
6: <laughs> Superman the high school years.
1: A Smallville. Maybe I'll I'm sure Hulu or something is streaming that right now. I'm we're big on Abbott Elementary, and then also on Hulu. Aaron, let me put let me put you toward uh, Murders in the Building murders in the building with martin short steve martin selena gomez now that's kind of a fun one kind of comedy slash drama i mean and and they'll kind of shock you every once in a while for some reason when i see those two i think of free amigos and i'm not think we're going to hear any any you know profanity too much profanity and boy they'll they'll drop one on you here or there but it's fun it's a fun show and uh it's it's fun profanity, Aaron. It's really it's something. But murders in the building, Aaron. Are you writing that down, or have you have you watched any of that?
2: I do. I have seen the previews for it, and I, actually, right. I had a good friend of mine also say that was a really good show.
1: All right, um, that's a, I, your friend. The, where are all these friends, man? I'd like to I'd like to meet some of these folks, Aaron. I feel like you keep me away from all your friends. You you do weddings for friends. You meet up. You go to the movies. You have a lot of fun friends, and you've never introduced me to any of these people, all right? And that may be by design by you. Let's keep work. Let's keep work separate. All right, Aaron, how about this um, Colorado, and I want to put this out of the text line. We have a very busy text message line. People love to, to come at us on different things, 254-662-1660. That's the, um, that's the CNC Collision Center text line that's 254 1660 and what i'm curious about is are people i mean is anybody getting kind of excited about the if colorado defects and would everybody start following them if there's one defection does this thing fall like a house of cards aaron i this commissioner clevo Klevkoff I mean, like, they need a Hail Mary here. They need to discover, like, a Yormark-type person. And there may be only one Brett Yormark, but you need somebody because this man's done some damage. And right now he's lost a lot of confidence from people, and he's not showing up at places. They'll have, like, the Pac-12 tournament, and Klievkoff will not be there. George, uh, and he was supposed to be airing an outside-the-box thing. And and it just really hasn't totally worked out for him. And and I would feel worse for him if I didn't feel like there was so much karma coming their way, Aaron. When they did their holy trinity, what do they call that thing? The alliance. Oh, hey, sorry, sorry. The Big Ten, the ACC, and the Pac-12 is going to form an alliance, and and you 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 castaways in the Big 12, y'all can just go kick rocks. All right sorry, I know you're all calling us up to see if you could be a part of us, but oh, we have lofty academic standards, and and really only a few, only a few of you can meet our academic standards. Aaron, have you noticed when you de- when you desperately need an alignment, some of those academic things go out the window? You know, it's like, oh, wait, no, I think we could do this. It's kind of like the BYU years ago, it's like, oh, BYU thinks this on certain <laughs> topics. We can't have BYU. Oh, my gosh, BYU, their beliefs are, are, are you know, they, they don't embrace um, some of the things out there. And then, of course, when you needed them, none of, all that stuff went away. All right, we like BYU. Oh, BYU's fine, okay? Do they have some beliefs maybe that were, I mean, I don't know. Baylor, I, Baylor's not uh, Mormon. Baylor's Baptist. But the Baptists and Mormons, Aaron, have found some common ground. And, uh, boy, I tell you, I've, I've made through this BYU thing, the realignment and all that, I've made some great new friends from the LDS. In fact, I, Aaron, I don't know if I'm allowed to go to their church, but I would. If they opened up the doors to the uh, the uh, synagogue, I would just go right in there and check that out. Uh, so what I'm wondering is, uh, is this Dion, first of all, Aaron, I would say this, and so people can respond on the text line, does the presence of Dion change the way you look at Colorado? Does does his presence – and, boy, I saw a video, a viral video today, where he was meeting Ralphie the Buffalo for the first time, and he was real scared of it. He was hiding from the Buffalo, and it came running back in the trailer where he was, and he got real freaked out by it, did not like being around the live animal. I mean, everything he does has the microscope. Aaron, how long has Colorado been uninteresting in athletics? I – I mean, they had a brief time with Mike McIntyre, who I love, that where they got decent in football, but then they went back to being bad, and they ran him off. And then they brought in somebody named, like, Carl Durrell, and they had – I mean, they were horrific. They were one of the worst programs in the country. Now they suddenly have some juice. So what I'm wondering is, if you're the Big 12, would you take, would you take them alone – If that's all you could get, Aaron, and I know that's going to screw up the scheduling. Of course, we wouldn't take them, not this coming year, but it might be the next year. Um, And then then it's going to be the awkward, we're the Big 12, but we're going to have 13 schools. Aaron, I'll tell you what, it's a lot better, isn't it, than having 10 schools or having what it was about to be with eight schools. University of Texas did not want TCU and West Virginia in this conference. And somebody, uh, Chuck Ninus, the interim AD had to go to Delos Dodge and say, "Hey, Delos, come on, man. I mean, I know you love having this whole thing be about you, but we've got to get we gotta we gotta get more people in here." And it took Chuck Ninas, who was already like 85 at the time, to convince Delos, who was about 80, uh, "Hey, we need more people." And that's how TCU and West Virginia finally got in the conference. It was not. Bowlesby or anybody like that it was chuck ninus the interim director who came in and did all that now the big 12 is the envy of everyone i mean they're doing rucker park they're doing the uh they're doing the deal at jerry world uh or maybe it's going to be in frisco Aaron. or uh, let's see what is that at&t stadium where they're doing that combine the nfl combine with all the big 12 schools i mean what happens is they think of these things and then all the conferences are kind of like oh man Why didn't we think of that? Why didn't we come up with that? But I am curious. I do think Colorado with Dion right now is hot. Where would they rank uh, as far as as Q rating in this conference, Aaron, if we include football, basketball? Let's think about that. But um, we like to think, obviously, we're biased that Baylor's up there pretty high, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech. We're thinking about some of the core schools. And, of course, we're not talking about Oklahoma and Texas. We're already saying goodbye to them. Aaron, would Colorado immediately have more pizzazz than the other four schools that are entering the conference? Would they be, because of Dion and what they're doing in football, would that be a more attractive brand than BYU? No. I would have to okay, I agree with you. Now, why do you think not? They do you just, just think BYU has too many years of and it has too great a legacy?
2: Yeah, they've got a national fan base and Colorado. I know they have Coach Prime now, but he hasn't won any games there, and they have been truly, truly terrible for many, many years. So, I mean, it's not going to be a me- – well, they'll be an immediate jump. They'll be better, but uh, they, they have to win some games first.
1: Aaron, I think the ratings, though – if we're talking about who people are going to watch, I mean, because of Prime, I think you get Colorado in and you bring in all sorts of eyes. I mean, this is a fight over eyeballs. Don't make any mistake. Now, uh, your mark and the whole gang and, and President Livingstone and Mac, boy, they did a great job scrambling and getting together and keeping people together and then bringing in these four but, boy, Colorado – and, again, you're right, Aaron, we won't know until they actually go out and play somebody. Can you imagine the Colorado non-conference schedule, though? Like how many people are going to want to be tuning in to see how that goes? Aaron, is there anybody we know of are, um did they have a game set up with TCU or somebody? I think they do, don't they? Don't they open to see – somebody was trying to get their way out of that game, and I can't remember which side it was – but I think they have another game in Fort Worth this year.
2: Yeah, they do uh, September 2nd. Wow. They will travel to TCU to take on the Horned Frogs. Then the next week, they uh, take on Nebraska. It doesn't say whether it's home or away, but uh, they will take on Matt Rule and his new team in the second week. Then Colorado State in the third week, and then they start Pac-12 play.
1: Wow. And then the following year, it'll be Big 12 play. (laughs) Now, if they had to have a 10, would you want Utah and Colorado, or would you want – I mean, I I feel like the Arizona schools have to come together. I mean, in a perfect world like Colorado and Arizona might be the best pairing, but I'm thinking too much about basketball. I, I think Colorado and Utah make the most sense if you could only get two. Now, Aaron, you may like to get those two Arizona schools, but I'm telling you, I think Coach Prime has pushed this thing into where he, the football program at Colorado, ranks ahead of those other three schools. Not in wins or anything like that, just in who's paying attention. Now, see, I want to see if people agree with me or not. Would you want Colorado? Which of those teams I mentioned are those four corner schools? Now, don't get into Oregon and Washington. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the four corner schools, Um, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah. Who would you, if you could have any of them, which of those four would you take and answer uh, on the text line? All right? There will be a quiz later, 254-662. 1660. we'll read some of your answers put your name to it you don't have to put your full name but put i like to know who people are and i like to know where they're texting from like if you're at rosebud lot tell me if you're at rose if you're in mahaya come on come on let me know where you are 254-662-1660 and um and, and and you know later in the program we'll we'll get some of those answers out there and share those with you love the interaction all right, it's Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. We roll along. Campus Confidential
9: is next. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor baseball back in action Tuesday on the road, headed to Dallas to take on Dallas Baptist. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30, first pitch for Baylor DBU Baseball Tuesday. THIS IS THE HOME FOR BAYLOR BEAR
6: BASEBALL. ESPN CENTRAL TEXAS.
0: SOMETIMES WE SAY THAT A PERSON HAS A WEALTH OF EXPERIENCE. I'M JOE Kaleo OF THE Kaleo WEALTH MANAGEMENT GROUP. ACCUMULATING WEALTH IS LIKE GAINING EXPERIENCE. BOTH DEMAND HARD WORK. IF YOU'D LIKE TO GROW YOUR HARD-EARNED WEALTH, LET ME PUT MORE THAN 25 YEARS OF
10: EXPERIENCE TO WORK FOR YOU.
11: Leah Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC.
0: Don't miss the spring sale Happening now at Lone Star Structures Save big on in-stock storage sheds Cabins, chicken tractors, dog kennels porch swings and gliders Conveniently shop their on-sale inventory Online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com Lone Star Structures is family owned And their skilled craftsmen Have been building top-notch storage sheds For more than 25 years Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Visit LoneStarStructures.com Or call 254-583-4411 Hurry in, sail in soon
6: the Tom vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovaček's, you'll love our sausage.
8: When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class leading speed, agility, simple deck-height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 48 months, or save $300. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer.
3: WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com.
12: It's the first day of the first grade And she found a new best friend It's a laid Sunday afternoon You wish would never end
11: The homemade taste of Bluebell And good friends gathered round The good old days are being made right now Have you noticed that most
10: ice creams now come in smaller cartons? Not Bluebell. We're still making a full half-gallon and a full pint of tasty goodness. Bluebell wouldn't have it any other way.
12: The good old
6: days are being made right now.
12: The good old days are being made right now.
4: Look for Bluebell Ice Cream at Hallsburg Shortstop in Riesel and Centerville Market in Centerville. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family.
9: Check them out at turnerschevy.com.
3: It's time for Campus Follow the Confidential, Texas Rangers in 2023. at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
1: Well, 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 it is uh, some Campus Confidential as we uh, get going and take a look. In the uh, around the world of college athletics, boy, we just had a really nice discussion. Aaron, I'm curious. I bet that text line lit up talking about uh, Dion in Colorado. Are people excited about uh, Colorado perhaps coming into the Big 12? All right, Aaron, what do you have for us in today's episode of Campus Confidential?
2: You talked about it in the last segment. We'll do a quick refresher, some maybe some uh, conference realignment news as Jeff Marchand from the New York Post. Andrew. Andrew Marchand, excuse me. and It's Marchand, not Marchand. Andrew Marchand from the New York Post yesterday talking about the potential for the Big 12 to expand, said, quote, watch Colorado as a team that could be among, quote, potential defections from the Pac-12 to the Big 12. It's been rumored for months and there's also been multiple reports that big 12 commissioner brett yormark has met with a couple of pac-12 presidents but beyond those couple of reports it hasn't been confirmed but lots of smoke as you said about colorado possibly joining rejoining the big 12.
1: yeah we were asking folks to participate if uh of those four corner schools, who you would be most interested in, I think basketball fans would love to have Arizona. I think uh, if you're just kind of mainly focused on football, uh, and, of course, that's what drives these things, and that's all the money involved. I think Colorado, uh, just by virtue of having Dion on campus, may have already surpassed. Now, again, that's unfair to Utah in a lot of ways because Utah – has been a good program. They've played in New Year's Six bowls. They've played in Rose bowls. I mean, Utah uh, has uh, has been a good member of the Pac twelve, and honestly, that was a that was a good move adding them. So I would say certainly it would be between Utah and Colorado. Um, Utah with uh, out of the four, certainly by far the best football program. I just think right now Colorado has a lot of juice. And, um, and so I'm kind of interested to hear what people think if they would prefer uh, which two of those. If you could only have two of the four corner schools, which ones would they be? Uh, text us at 254-662-1660. Now pull over. I don't like to imagine you guys out there driving and texting. You know, pull over the side of the road. Just kind of take a little exit there, take a little break and text, but do not text and drive. All right, Aaron, what else do you have?
2: The ACC and Commissioner Jim Phillips are finalizing a three-year contract extension that will keep him atop the league through essentially the rest of the decade. ESPN is reporting today Phillips has been the league's commissioner since being named in December 2020 and took over in February 2021 on a five-year contract. A source said that the the deal for Phillips' extension came together in the past month. Quote, it was – the perceived threat of the Big Ten coming after him, an ACC source told ESPN, the Big Ten is currently in the late stages of their search for a new commissioner as well.
1: Very, very interesting uh, as we kind of see some of the the movement around and, uh, and, and, ext- and extensions. Aaron, you had the story the other day about the Pac-12 uh, executive that moved on to Aaron, do you remember what that was? Uh, trail Trail Runners or something? I mean, like he he pulled out in, of the uh, of the Pac-12 to go be a part of some other organization. Very very interesting to watch the movement at these different places, and then of course all eyes on Cleveland. And Aaron, I if then maybe he'll save the day and and help bridge the gap and they get some money from the CW but I I don't sense that he's I don't sense that he's long for for that conference. They 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 can't make a change right now because there's just too much up in the air and they gotta land something. But boy once all the dust settles, if they do survive this, I think they'll go saying, hey, why is Brett Yormark in, in, the, in, the, in the Big 12 running circles around us. And, and people say, well, they just have better PR. I don't think so. I mean, I, maybe maybe they, have, they do have better PR, but they also have some substance with all these things they're doing, these events they're putting on. The Big 12 um, has become a more viable conference than the Pac-12, especially with the departure of USC-UCLA. I mean I never would have thought this in a million years but it turns out that that departure those two schools are more debilitating than Oklahoma and Texas in the Big 12. Is that a fair statement, Aaron? It it it, it looks like it right now. But it is weird to say because I don't think UCLA is anywhere in Texas or Oklahoma's stratosphere in terms of a college football brand. I'm not talking about winning or losing. I'm just saying those USC is right there with them. UCLA is not. But well, so far, Pac-12 has had zero response. Yeah, no, you, nothing to make you think, okay, man, I, I feel good about this thing moving forward.
2: Yeah, there's even been Pac-12 presidents who have been interviewed as, as, uh, recently as a, a few weeks ago or last week saying that a deal was going to be done soon they were told and now we're telling now we're being told that it could be months it could be summer before they even bring a a deal to the table for the pac-12 presidents to look at you were talking about uh, uh, jamie Zaninovich, the pac-12 coo and deputy commissioner he is leaving for trail runner international Mm -hmm. which is a global communications agency based in texas so Another blow for the Pac-12 as they try to get a new media rights deal. Number, number,
1: Trail Runner. I, I like that group. I'm going to look into that the communications group <laughs> right here. Can you imagine uh, leaving COO of the Pac-12 and uh, well, I'm going to go to this uh, this uh, Texas-based communications group. Now <laughs> the- I may look into this, and they may be elite. Aaron, this may be an unbelievable group. Okay. If anybody's out there that's familiar with trail runner, I thought, Aaron, it was like for long-distance runners who like to kind of go up there in Cameron Park and places like that. I thought it was some kind, of, uh, some kind of running group. But this is apparently some kind of communications deal.
2: The new softball America top 25 poll is out. Oklahoma still number one, Oklahoma State three. Baylor up eight spots to number 16. And they are in action tonight in a top 25 matchup against number 23, Louisiana. They will take on the Raging Cajuns starting with the pregame at 545 on her sister station, Cool 101.3. And speaking of Baylor softball, Dariana Orm once again for the third time this year, named the Big 12 Pitcher of the Week, well-deserved. She, of course, had the brilliant one-hit shutout of number four Tennessee in Baylor Softball's win last Wednesday.
1: Oh, Darry getting it done. And Coach Moore was listening to us yesterday, Aaron. And he 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 said he was glad they didn't do what I suggested. Get that win and then get out of town. Right. But he also said he I wasn't far off from the way he was thinking a little bit. I think I think Coach Moore and I might have been on the same page. Let's beat the number four team of the country, and let's get on back to Waco. But they stuck around and beat them again. And uh, and so, obviously, he's very happy that they did that. But uh, we uh, we love that the coaches are always listening to our show. Shout-out to Coach Moore. Mitch, big listener of the Mosley Show. Aaron, how would you rank it of the coaches over there? I, Aranda's they're practicing a lot during our show. I do think he's a listener. I would say um, – how would you rank the coaches who listen to this show? I would say Mike McGraw, the golf coach, is going to be up there like at the very top. Well, Glenn Moore and, and Mike McGraw are probably tied. They both listen quite a bit. Uh, Jeff Grimes, offensive coordinator for the Bears, big Mosley show listener. Uh, I would put him in, a, in like second, uh, sole possession of second place. And then Scott Drew, Scott, I mean, he's on his phone constantly recruiting and and witnessing to people, things like that. But I think I'd put Scott in third as far as the biggest listeners to the Mosley Show, all right? So I think I accounted for four people there. And then some assistants on the Baylor men's team, men's basketball, big, big-time listeners. And then on the women's side, Tony, our man Tony Green, the uh, – Really like him. He's a big listener. Big listener to the Mosley Show. Um, I don't know if L- Nikki's on with us a lot. When she's not on with us, I don't know if she's listening. I have to assume she is. All right, Aaron, what else do we have? Oh, we got a big guest coming up. Do you have one more quick one?
2: Yeah, one more real quick. You mentioned it earlier, but Caitlin Bickle has signed a, a uh, contract to go to training camp with the Connecticut Sun, so she will – she was not drafted last night in last night's WNBA draft, but she will get her shot at playing in the WNBA. So, congratulations to Caitlin Bickle.
1: All right. That is uh, that is Campus Confidential. Good stuff, good information. Oh, I've, I'm sorry, i sorry, because I talked about some of the assistants. Bill Peterson over there on the men's staff, huge Mosley Show listener. Aaron, are you getting this down? I'm, I'm <laughs> But he is a big, and, of course, John Jacobs A.B., I think Ty Beard. Of course, he, he has a family member on the station, so he's a big listener to the 3 o'clock show. But sometimes hangs around for the Mosley Show. Coach Beard does. All right, it's the, uh, it's the uh, Matt Mosley Show continuing, sprinting into the 5 o'clock hour. Priest Holmes, the one, the only. Joins
3: us next. Keep up with Baylor Bear Softball on ESPN Central Texas.
7: The 42nd Annual Scarborough Renaissance Festival is interactive,
11: fun for everyone, 16th century style. Enjoy jousting, birds of prey, and enchanting mermaids. Delight in nonstop entertainment on over 20 stages. Discover the artisan marketplace filled with exquisite crafts, amazing artisan demonstrations, and so much more. Plus, there's food and drink fit for a king.
9: Scarborough Renaissance Festival.
3: Weekends now through May 29th. Get discount tickets today at srfestival.com.
12: My house says I'm new
4: Spring is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows. Before the hot weather gets here, call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in home estimate. Universal That's Universal or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie list reviews. I
12: love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct.
6: That means we welcome you. At Slovaček's you'll love our sausage.
0: Miss the Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, April 21st, and Sunday, April 22nd at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at our shows. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety at the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns; they also have lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and a whole lot more. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, April 21st, nine to five, and April 22nd, noon to four, at the
12: Bell County Expo Center
4: Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame induction banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette guidry Faulkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extra Co-Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254 756
3: from the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome
0: back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, VersaLift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services.
1: And now, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas, now joined by Priest Holmes. Priest, this is so much fun to get to visit with you. Congratulations, another uh, Hall of Fame, I was just looking at it, I, this is somewhere around like either 6th or 7th Hall of Fame uh, you've been inducted into, but they, I guess they never get old, do they, Priest?
10: No, they never get old, and uh, Coach Ramil with the Kansas City Chiefs, my uh, coach there, he would always say, man, whenever you have an opportunity to collect some hardware, you need to take it, so <laughs> I definitely am excited about the opportunity and the award.
1: Now, what did you think when you were called about this one? You're already in at high school hall of fame, but the Texas sports hall of fame, I mean, that's a, that is a really, you know, big deal in the state. It's a wonderful place. Um, what was your, what were your immediate feelings when you got contacted about this one?
10: Yeah. When Jay Black originally called me, I thought it was a mistake. The re- here's the reason why I say that <laughs> because I was under the impression that I had already been inducted into the hall of fame there in Waco. And then uh, when I saw the email, that was my first uh, impression. And then I said, okay, well, maybe I'll talk to him and he'll he'll let me know he made a mistake. So I ended up following up with a phone call with Jay Black there, uh, with the Hall of Fame there in Waco. And he says, no, that's one thing. That's high school. This is now representing the state of Texas as an athlete that's contributed. And I said, you know what? I'm pretty excited about the opportunity and I gladly will accept. So I'm glad to be a part of this uh, new group that's going to be uh, being in- inducted this uh, weekend. I'm excited, and uh, I'll have my family there as well. We'll be driving up from San Antonio.
1: What a class. Uh, I mean, Robert Brazil was on me the other day. Scott Drew, local legend with Baylor. Uh, Michael Strahan, uh, I'm sure you all ran up against each other from time to time. I mean, that's got to be kind of neat to look around. Even Carlette Guidry, who's a great runner at the University of Texas. I mean, it's it's a, a sterling class. I mean, these things are always stacked. But this one in particular, Priest, that's got to be kind of fun to look at the other names and to think about some of those storied careers.
10: Uh, it really is. And so I, I probably can't run as fast as uh, Miss Guidry, but i tell you what, uh, <laughs> we're going to give her a run for our money in terms of who's going to have uh, – Uh, the the greatest speech, I guess, that's going to be happening. We're going to be all competing for that. So, you know, it's one thing about being an athlete, whether you're a female or a male, you're always going to be competitive. And uh, I'm excited to see the individuals that's going to be inducted. We'll have an opportunity to meet each other uh, right before we get everything uh, kicked off there uh, in the evening time. But it's going to be pretty exciting. And like I said, not only have I played with some really great running backs in the same backfield and also against uh, running backs uh, in the National Football League, um, but the talent is always there. You can see it today. You know, kids are getting bigger, stronger, and faster. Uh, and now that they've got some of these uh, likeness and images for kids that can get paid now, I think it's going to open up the door to even better athletes, and they're going to have more opportunities.
1: Priest Holmes joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. Can you get some back pay on some of that NIL, uh, Priest? I mean, my goodness, those jerseys over the years. Uh, I think you should be able to dip back in and, and, uh, and receive some of those proceeds.
10: Yeah, you know, there was a a funny time, uh, you know, during the time that I played. um, Unfortunately, the only thing that we were able to probably share in is that there was always this infamous a set of car keys that's floated around. We don't know whose rental car it belongs to, but everybody had a chance to drive it. So, but now, you know, the kids have much more of an opportunity to benefit off their likeness and image and, you know, uh, hats off to, uh, to the system that's allowed for that to come underway and the judges that have uh, uh, fought in the favor of the, the players. And so I think it's an incredible opportunity. Um, the kids just going to have to make sure they've got some risk management uh, in front of them so that they can uh, uh, have someone there to help them, guide them, you know, because that's a lot of money that they're going to get a chance to uh, get their hands on to at a very young age.
1: Now, who did you look up at the University of Texas? All those storied running backs, which you became a part of. Was it Earl? I mean, you're a little too young to – I mean, you do remember him, obviously, because, I mean, we're about the same age, so you saw him when you were a kid running for the Oilers. But was that the, the back, or was there another running back at the University of Texas that you, were, you kind of wanted to emulate or, or that you loved growing up?
10: Yeah, so to say emulate, uh, for me, I had a little bit of a different story and a different road of, of finding out that person, who that was. Uh, for me, it was, unfortunately, was it not someone at the at the University of Texas? The reason why I say that is because I'm originally from uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas. My parents were mm-hmm. in the military. My dad was Army. My mother was Air Force. And so once they got stationed in San Antonio, that's kind of what brought me to San Antonio. And so I uh, had, a, had a wonderful time growing up. But there was two teens that I remember as a young kid growing up. This is even before I started playing football. I didn't start until maybe the age of 12 uh, when I started playing football, uh, which was like around sixth grade, middle school uh, is when I started. But um, when I talk about someone I would emulate, well, there were two guys, right? Um, on Sunday, you would see Earl Campbell with the Houston Oilers, or you would see Tony Dorsett with the Dallas Cowboys. Now, for years, I'd watch... Earl Campbell but for some reason I know I didn't look like him so it wasn't believable for me to ever say I could even <laughs> be like that or run like that but there was another person that was you know right down uh, I-35 that um, played for the Dallas Cowboys and so that particular person was of course Tony Dorsett and so as he began to run and as I began to grow I say, well I, I think I kind of look like him I can act like him when I'm playing throw up tackle football on the street and so for me, the emulation was uh, for Tony Dorsett, and so it wasn't until maybe my my fourth or third year in the league, so this is like now close to 1999, 2000, when he was in Baltimore, uh, which was the first team that I was with for four years. He was in Baltimore with his nonprofit, and he was doing some fundraising and therefore for an appearance. And so I got a chance to finally meet him, but that would be the person I would say when I was growing up, it wasn't it wasn't Earl because I didn't look anything like him. I knew I wasn't going to grow any bigger to look to be that size. But uh, there was someone that was playing for the Cowboys at that particular time uh, in Tony Dorsett. So he would be the one that I emulated uh, before I got to the University of Texas.
1: So the 99-yard touchdown. Do you remember as a kid watching that, the famous one on Monday Night Football against the Vikings? I bet you've if you weren't watching it live, you've seen that a million times. Absolutely. I've
10: seen it. I've, uh, you know, played it back on VHS's, VHS's back in that time uh, <laughs> when was, we had to watch it on. Uh, and even to this day, you know, um, and, and I, you know, I know his son, Anthony Dorsett as well, and played against uh, Anthony, his son, uh, while we were in the league together. But, uh definitely one that I kind of uh tried to emulate and I said, you know what, if I can do anything, I know I'm gonna look like him. I, I can I can I can juke like him and I can get up the sideline like he can. And so that's kind of what took me there. But I tell you what though, even though I may have emulated him, I had an opportunity and very fortunate to play with some uh, along the backfield with some really great uh, outstanding backs, you know, all the way from Ricky Williams to Eric Rett in Baltimore to Jamal Lewis in Baltimore. And, uh, you know, all these backs I took a little bit from. And so that's what I really would say. Uh, allowed me to hone my game is because I actually played in the backfield some really good guys and so I always had to find a way to uh, you know have the edge or find a way to get into the starting lineup or get into the rotation and of course when you go to the University of Texas it was always back then in the early 90s it was running back by committee so if you had the best back that was in San Antonio you could have two backs that were the best backs in, in in Dallas Texas that would be on the same team and so we always were trying to fight for an opportunity to run the ball
1: and so Ricky shows up when you were hurt, right? and and so that had to be interesting. Uh, I mean it was it was interesting. you get to the chiefs and you just you just blew up and and I'm sure in your mind, you were like, well, I was just waiting for my chance. But that deal you signed with the Chiefs, I don't even think the chiefs could have ever thought you would end up doing what you did there. Uh, but I, I, all those times and going through injuries, how much did that help you and fuel you? You know, having been out at Texas for that almost a whole season, as I recall, uh, how much do you think that helped you down the road and and kind of being ready for your moment?
10: Yeah, it really did help me. You know, I uh, blew out my knee just, and it was in practice, and so it was in the spring. So, you know, UT this past this weekend, they're actually going to have their spring game. So it was literally a few weeks before. You know, if you think of spring spring ball for the University of Texas this weekend, it was just maybe a month before that that happened. I was on a just a normal play. I uh, was running downhill in the a gap. I get the ball. I run about 20 yards. I'm at the end of the run, getting ready to go run another play. And I turn around and Stoney Clark, one of our uh, defensive uh, linemen, he stumbles and then barrels right into my knee. If any other practice, any other day, it wouldn't happen. This particular day, he falls down as I'm turning around to go back to the huddle and uh, uh. blows out my knee. Right. And so, um, That happens in the spring, like right around this time of the year. And then right after the spring, Ricky and then um, Sean come in. To the University of Texas, and Sean was a junior transfer from uh, Blinn. And these two guys come in here, and they're primed and ready to go. Uh, Sean Sean Mitchell's a junior transfer, and then Ricky Williams is, is a herald of, you know, baseball player slash running back with all this upside and talent. And he, you know, he comes in unlike any of us that are already in college. We don't even know what it means to be already drafted, and now coming in as a freshman, we don't even know what that looks like. But you know, we get a chance to see Ricky Williams and kind of the mystique that that he had, and everything that uh, he brought to the table. Um, but it really did talk, teach me one thing is because I remember when I was getting ready and I had just had my ACL repair and Sean and Ricky were coming in, I had to make that that tough decision, you know, do I try to, do I try to just get in the rotation with these two guys right now um, or do I really look at where I'm at with my injury and evaluate what's going on? And I remember, I don't know if you remember, they used to have these uh, knee braces, they called them Don Joy's. And I'm telling you, they were, they looked like the size of a uh, of a refrigerator around your knee, you know, <laughs> and, and it wouldn't allow you, it wouldn't allow you to, re- for me, it puts you on like a railroad track where you can only go north and south. And I wasn't that type of runner. I was a perimeter runner and I could, I could cut back against the grain and I could be shifty. And so I knew at that point when I went into uh, that camp, when Ricky and Sean were coming in and I said to Bucky Gobble, who was my running back coach, I said, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to be me with this Don Joy brace on my knee, so maybe I need to be able to just rehab this while these guys take over. And they were two talented, you know, young players coming in, so they were ready to go. And it, was, it proved it right. I believe Ricky had a little bit under a 1,000 yards. I think he finished with 900 yards his freshman year, and I believe Sean had over 1,000. So that duo definitely is what we needed, and it kind of brought back the running game once again. But for me... It was all downhill, and it was always like, you know, here comes the doubt creeping in. It's like, okay, you know, how do I get through this? And But, you know, I stayed the course, stayed in the weight room, stayed working out. Um, I was always known to be a student of the game. So that's what really helped me just stay on track. And then when I got an opportunity to get back into that rotation, when we went into that inaugural year for the Big 12 championship, um, it gave me an opportunity to kind of have these guys, they got it. They're really good running backs. I can sit back here and rehab and get ready and, and, and wait for my opportunity. And, you know, when I got that chance, that call to be able to go up to Baltimore, and even with Baltimore, I was undrafted, and that was an opportunity just to go show if you can just participate and make the team. You know, it, was, it wasn't it was a guarantee. But, you know, through it all, I think that all of the, the, the perseverance and, and the wherewithal that I had to go through, it definitely developed me to be the type of player I am. And it gave me an opportunity that when the opportunity um, – opened up for me i could take full advantage of it
1: what was your signing bonus in baltimore for an undrafted rookie do you remember
10: i don't even remember but i can tell you what i don't think that it could i i would probably say about twenty five hundred dollars if i if i'm thinking <laughs> back. and and when i and when i think about that twenty five hundred dollars <laughs> I'm thinking, like, what in the world am I thinking? Because, you know, I come into my rookie season and we've got first-round draft picks, you know, second-round draft picks. We've got guys showing up with the the latest car uh, and, and and, you know, the latest thing that you could think of, they were showing up with it. But, you know, for me, it was just a journey, uh, I guess, to my story. And I, I can remember. I couldn't even tell you what I might have done with the twenty five hundred dollars. I really couldn't tell you. But I believe it was around that number. And uh, I was shocked to even know that, that was they had a number like that. I'm like, what is this? You know, uh, but at that time, you know, coming out of college at the University of Texas, it was obviously more than what I had at that time. And then I was going with an with not even a promise, but just an opportunity to go see what I can do. But the reason why I chose the Baltimore Ravens was that I knew the starting running back was Bam Morris. I knew, second, that the, the backup running back was Ernest Biner. Ernest Biner was 35 years of age, um, and then and then their starting back, Bam Morris, I knew that anything that Bam did in practice, it would never look like me, and everything I did would never look like him. So I said, okay, I at least have an opportunity to show that I'm a different type of back, and I can run the ball in a different way. And it's funny that even though I was thinking of all that and trying to strategize how I could make the team, Ted Marchabroda still came up to me and says, you know what, Priest? And Ted Marjorie was the oldest coach in the league at that time. He comes to yeah. me and he says, Breeze, you're not going to run the ball one time this year. I'm going to give you an opportunity to make this team, and you're going to make it on special teams. Honestly, I couldn't even tell you what special teams was. I didn't even play special teams when I was at the University of Texas. <laughs> I may stood in the backfield and, and caught a kickoff return once or twice, you know, and that might have been in practice, but I had never really been on special teams throughout my entire career at the University of Texas. Um except for like maybe filling in on a kickoff return, but other than that, never played. And then I get my first year in the league, and now they're telling me you're not going to play running back. You're only going to make this team playing special teams, and I got to just figure this stuff out, you know. So I think that for my (laughs) career, you know, early on, you know, I had the setback with the injury that was just one of those fluke things that probably would never happen, but it did happen. And then I get to the league, and I'm thinking I'm about to go into this just – Awesome, where guys get paid. You got these opportunities. You got the big house. And I come in there. I said twenty five hundred dollars. What does this buy you? <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, it, it was all worth it. And uh you know, i you know, I guess that with that being said, it, it definitely allowed me to go into the league in a different way. And so my appreciation for the, you know, my my position and where I was at that particular climb, you know, it 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 was it gave me the opportunity to develop in a different way as an athlete. Um, told there was one thing. Binder said to me. Ernest Binder said to me. He said, "Paris there's one thing. There's two different type of players. There's the football player, right? And there's the professional football player. Which one do you want to be? You can figure it out. But most of the guys that are just football players, are not going to be here that long. But the professional that comes in here and knows the playbook, reads the film, watches the videotape, and takes his position seriously, regardless of how much money he makes, that professional player is going to be here long, a lot longer than that football player. And so." I took those words to heed, and uh, I think that those things stuck to me and allowed me to have an 11-year career.
1: Well, I bet it was an awesome career. Ernest Beiner, you're way too young to have played with Ernest Beiner. I was thinking about him with Cleveland. I'm like, there's no way Priest Holmes played with him, but like you said – that's the end of his career, and you know he's at 35 years old. That is so uh, interesting. Now, what about fantasy football? I bet people still bring that up to you like crazy. All of us that were playing that and living vicariously, you were one of the great fantasy backs of all time because you caught the ball, you ran for huge yardage, you scored constantly. That one year you had, what, Priest, like 27 touchdowns or 20? I mean, it was It was an unbelievable number, but I know there's some funny story I was reading recently about you realizing for the first time how big a a star you were in fantasy football, maybe something that happened to you when you were in Vegas.
10: Absolutely. So I was in Vegas, and I was there for an appearance. I think we were at the Hard Rock um, Casino or Cafe or one of those uh, uh, casinos that are there, uh, and that I was there for an appearance, but there was also some fantasy football um, players that were participating, and that these guys actually had just won over $350,000. I had no idea. They had no idea I was going to actually be there, but as we were actually crossing in the lobby area, as I was going to my appearance and they were finishing up, uh, they heard that I was there and I was coming through. And so because there was security and all of that stuff like that. So I'm coming through. And so, you know, they rushed to me wanting to meet me. And they are telling me about how I helped them win three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, just something incredible like that. And so I I think that was pretty (laughs) awesome. Um, I I can tell you what, that when it was fantasy football in that era, when it was just being introduced and, you know, you know, I and I was really at the forefront of my career uh it really did put my name into the households of you know tons of people that participated with fantasy football and even to this day i still have people that you know uh give pay homage i guess you could say and you know they uh you know celebrate and get excited about the fact that uh you know i won them their fantasy football league i won them money uh and all of that stuff so even to this day you know 16 17 years after i've done playing and you know, and, and at that time, if you remember that early 2000s, you know, fantasy football was something that was more outlawed for even current players to even participate in. You know, you couldn't have anything to do with it. And so to this day, even though it's many, many years later, I've actually never had an opportunity to sit down and play fantasy football. I know tons of people that have, but I've never played the game myself. But I think it's uh, pretty, pretty awesome because it brings not only men and women together in a workplace and, you know, they have a lot of fun. Uh, um, They create these groups and they have their players and they discuss them, you know, throughout the year. So um, I hear people talking about it. It seems like a very fun, fun game.
1: Yeah, don't ever start because then yeah, you, you don't wanna you don't wanna get involved in that. Of course people will still tell you about their teams. That's the worst. is people go around talking about their, their teams all the time and you're like, Wait, I played. I do not need to hear about all of this. <laughs> now, what about your family? I, I feel like I read that your sons have played some uh, football as well and were playing at the collegiate level. What's 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 what were their careers like and, and how has that gone?
10: Yeah, so my my, my son's uh Two of my boys, uh, Jakoven and Corian, uh, they definitely have participated on different levels with collegiate football. Uh, they decided both to hang the cleats up, you know, that that uh, that 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 football desire or dream has, has, has passed them by. And so they've decided to go on with their lives and, uh, you know, get into the professional working field. But during the times where they were in school, they definitely had some some really good um, some really good years. And. Uh, they got some great accolades while they were there and broke some records and stuff like that. Um, I had a receiver and a running back uh, in the two of the boys. And so, and they've always they played football, you know, back when they were, you know, little league and all that good stuff like that. Um, but yeah, they're not participating in anything like that now. They're going on and, you know, they now got the, the reality of the real world, you know what I'm
12: saying? So <laughs> I tell
10: them, you can't hide in the bubble, you know, like, you know, most of the football players, you get to, you know, like for me, I was able to continue to hide in that bubble, of, you know the football world you know and so then you you finally retire you got to come into reality of like mm-hmm. okay i gotta go make my own i gotta go make my own breakfast <laughs> wait a <laughs> minute i don't get <laughs> for me every day no more <laughs> you know so yeah it's um it's it's been a great time and i'm proud of proud of my, my boys and everything mm-hmm. like that and so yeah they'll be joining me and they'll be there um uh for the induction so we'll have some fun this weekend yeah one of them i think
1: did it one of them play in belton did i just see mary hard and baylor i mean that's pretty uh I mean that is uh, that that's a big time uh, school. It, it wins national titles, so that's yeah, uh, yeah. That, yeah, that's yeah, pretty he,
10: awesome. Yeah, he definitely does. Yeah, Corian was there uh, on the team for a couple of the years. Uh, decided mm-hmm. to to hang those cleats up and go with the yeah. accountant, a CPA. So I told him, I said, well, yeah, guess what? I said uh, you'll be handling more than twenty five hundred dollars. I'll tell you that. What, <laughs> what I started <laughs> off with when I left school. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, I mean, from San Antonio Marshall to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and you deserve all these Hall of Fames. I mean, it's Missouri Hall of Fame. I mean, they, you just go right through them. But uh, we're excited for you, and people can still – I think there may be a couple spots left. That's uh, TSHOF.org for the big uh, – that's this coming uh, uh, Saturday night. And uh, that's going to be a great one. And I'm glad it wasn't a mistake. Uh, I'm glad that uh, you get to be in the Texas High School Hall of Fame and the Texas Sports Hall of Fame priest. Uh, it's going to be a fun class, and I really appreciate you taking the time. I've loved watching you. I mean, you you had too many yards against my alma mater. I feel like half your yards in college came against Baylor. So I'm still a little hurt by that. But uh, But it's been fun watching you over the years, and congratulations to you.
10: Absolutely, I appreciate the call and thanks for having me on.
1: You bet. There he goes, Priest Holmes, uh, going to be inducted coming up on uh, Saturday night, and of course that uh, again, that's Texas Sports Hall of Fame. That's TSHOF.org dot org for more information on that. You heard him talk about Jay Black, the executive uh, director. Genesis does such a good job and uh, helping me connect to some of these folks, and man, very very exciting. We had Robert Brazil on the other day, the Pro Football Hall of Famer. And then Priest Holmes, I mean, the numbers he put up. Uh, and, again, like some of these other players, um, uh, I think of Torrell. You know, I think of uh, the player, you know, from the Broncos. I think of some of these players that just were – it was quick. But, man, for about a five- or six-year period, he put up huge numbers. And uh, it's pretty uh, pretty awesome to, uh, to get to visit with him. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas we got a lot more to get into it. We've had you weighing in on which of these schools in the four corners as now Colorado, it, the talk is heating up. They seem interested in the Big 12. Is the Big 12 interested in them? We continue with that as well as uh, the Rangers kind of hanging in there. All of that's coming up next. <laughs>
2: It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
9: Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor baseball and softball in action tonight, both looking to capitalize on big weeks last week. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco, and the deals couldn't be any hotter. Get a new 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with values up to $4,250 plus 4.9% for 72 months. Or get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with 1.9% for 72 months or 10% off MSRP. That's right. Come pick from the best selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas at Allen Samuels in Waco while supplies last
2: you're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is The Voice, John Morris.
9: And welcome back. Baylor Softball back in action tonight at Getterman Stadium hosting Louisiana. The Bears back home from that trip to Knoxville, Tennessee, in which they won one game over Mercer and two back to back over then fourth ranked Tennessee. 5.45 for the warm-up show tonight, 6 p.m. First pitch on 101.3 FM television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Also, Baylor baseball back in action tonight. Their first midweek road game, they'll be in Dallas at Horner Ballpark taking on Dallas Baptist. For the Bears, coming off a 3 and one week that included two of three from Oklahoma over the weekend – Thanks in part to a switch in the lineup, Cole Posey moving into the leadoff spot, Colby Branch moving to third in the lineup. Both have adjusted well, says head coach
11: Mitch Thompson. Well, he has, and and you know the thing that you hesitate was a coach is, you know, putting a freshman in the three hole spot is really kind of it's it's a little over over overwhelming. Yeah. You know, it's not really what you want to do. Uh, you'd much prefer your freshman hitting the six hole. Mm-hmm. But when he'd handled the leadoff spot, I also didn't want to screw anything up. You know, hey, he's so consistent for us. He's scoring runs. He's getting on base. Let's just leave it alone. But it became a deal where all of a sudden we have a couple other guys that maybe we can move ahead of him that are getting on base consistently and we can get him some more at-bats. And so we felt like we could juggle, make the whole juggle. Yeah. And uh, and it's worked out. And so Cole Posey's up, up at the top and then Hunter Toplanski, the switch hitter, hitting in the two-hole and then Branch. And it's uh, – it's produced some runs for us several times so you know i think the first two times we we did it we scored 10 so uh you know those are always good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes you feel good when you score 10 yeah. uh so 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 we'll see, we'll see how it continues throughout the throughout the next couple of weeks but right now that's kind of the plan
9: Mitch Thompson and the Bears with that revamped batting order taking on DBU tonight in Dallas on the air at 6.15, first pitch at 6.30, right here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears beat the Patriots March 7th in Waco, an 8-7, 12-inning Baylor victory. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow, I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor Athletic News and Information,
3: ESPN Central Texas.
4: Introducing the new B.O.B., Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides and a pint of their famous banana pudding all for $40. And Thursdays from four until seven, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North
2: Highway 6, Waco.
7: It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection
0: the real texas gun show saturday april 21st and sunday april 22nd at the bell county expo center the real texas gun show is proud to be a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy sell and trade firearms at our shows the vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of texas the variety at the shows is extensive and oftentimes if they don't have it they don't make it the real texas gun show has more than just guns they also have lots of ammo hunting gear collectibles and a whole lot more so come on down to the real texas gun show april 21st 9 to 5 and april
3: 22nd noon to 4 at the bell county expo center you're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
4: Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette guidry Faulkway Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extraco event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.com. .org or call 254-756-1633
0: Jesse Brits Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Brits Automotive. And at Jesse Brits Automotive, they know Texas can be a bummer, but they make it a reason to celebrate. Now through the 15th, you can save 10% on most services priced more than $200. Just mention this ad, Jesse Brits Automotive, discounting your prices, not your service.
3: This is ESPN Central Texas.
12: Oh,
1: it's Matt Mosley's show. ESPN Central Texas. And lots of excitement. Around, not the least of which was, I got a text that uh, my dog had the uh, got the yard man did not uh, close the gate and uh, scout the dachshund made his way out about the neighborhood and so had a uh, had an all points bulletin. Everybody uh, everybody out looking. And uh, we're able to uh, corral him. So I Aaron, I I gave you the word, hey, just just do whatever. Be I loose. Gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go find. I gotta go see about a dog. Uh and I did. And a Scout has been found. And it, it's uh, nice to have good neighbors. Everybody was. Uh, somebody had seen him walk by, and they put him in a little uh, area and held him there. And uh, we were able to to go grab him so he's had quite an adventure this afternoon now Aaron I thought this was uh, this is something that colleges uh, uh, different uh, programs do obviously the Bears right now are on a year annual basis almost the men are put are pumping players into the NBA and uh, Jeremy Sohan was a one-and-done Kendall Brown was a one-and-done and so the, 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 all these universities put out a list of um, their, their guys that are in the playoffs and then uh, say good luck. So I, I don't know off the top of my head, Aaron, how many Baylor players – you know, you got Royce O'Neill obviously, with Brooklyn, some others um, are in the league right now. I would guess somewhere in the neighborhood of seven to ten guys that Baylor players – and, you know, some of them are on the two-way contracts, and that, that counts. I mean, if you're with an NBA, even if some of your games you're playing with the G League, that's okay. That counts in my book. So, uh, I mean, nobody, of course, is like Kentucky. Aaron, <clears throat> I don't have this in front of me, so we won't do this as our Schmaltz's trivia question. How many, like if you had to guess right now, how many NBA players are that played at Kentucky – how many how many do you think there are in the NBA what would be your guess 20 maybe yeah I, I think that's low uh, and it, that's crazy because that's a that's a huge amount I bet it's 28 to 30 um, We could uh, probably find that out pretty pretty easily now here are the Baylor players though that are in the NBA playoffs Aaron, did you hear the Dallas Mavericks tanked? I mean isn't that a weird tank to do? Like, play like crazy, try at least, as bad as they've been at times, horrible on defense, but they get Kyrie Irving, they swing for the fences. They get Kyrie Irving, Luka, let's see what they do together. Oh, could they be championship contenders? There were actually people saying things like that. Didn't he make the playoffs. And then at the very end, they've got a chance. They've got – and it's not a great chance, but they got a chance, and, and they just decide – to just give up, boy! Great, what a great thing to like teach kids across the country that watch NBA. Mom, Dad, why are why are they take Luca out after the first quarter? Well, son, the Mavs are trying to lose to get a better draft pick. Oh, well, honey, you know, people telling their daughters, well, the the Mavs are out there, you know, uh, they're trying to lose this game. Well, that, oh, that makes sense. Okay, that goes against everything we teach our kids, but sure. Okay, great, good job, Mavs. Here are the Baylor players that are in the playoffs. Aaron, Davion Mitchell with the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings had, like, unbelievable road record this year in the playoffs. Aaron as like a – I don't understand these in front of me. I think they're like fourth seed, though. I mean, Sacramento was really good this season. And, of course, he's a guy that comes in off the bench, plays about, I don't know, eight to 15 minutes a game. Davion Mitchell, one of the greatest, one of the greats of all time for the Bears. Royce O'Neal. I believe Royce, of course, he was with the Jazz, then got traded, and I believe he's now with the Nets, okay? Tarion Prince, also in the playoffs. And then for the Phoenix Suns, Ish Wainwright. Aaron, I would say some of the most unlikely Royce O'Neill and Ish Wainwright, if you go back to the way they were with the Bears, now, Royce was a little more of a scorer than Ish. Ish was an elite leader, great rebounder, strong guy, did all the dirty work. But I don't think anybody would have guessed, oh, Ish Wainwright, who ended up playing football at Baylor and playing tight end, and then maybe I even giving it a, th- a thought to-, to play in the NFL, goes – Play some foreign ball. Royce did something kind of similar. And for various reasons, not the least of which Baylor has tons of great former coaches and personnel, grad assistants that have ended up either with the Phoenix Suns, then for a while because of Dennis Lindsey, they had people with the uh, Jazz. And the Jazz became a big Baylor pipeline. And so that's where Royce ended up, and now he's with the Nets. So those are the Baylor players that are in the uh, uh, in the uh, playing in the NBA playoffs. Aaron, I'll be excited about it. I mean, sometimes like when Baylor gets knocked out of the NCAA tournament, I almost need a night or two off. Like it's just like, oh man, this stinks. Because you just every year you start thinking, okay, this is going to be a Sweet 16 team for sure. That hasn't worked out the last two years. They've gotten knocked out both years in the second round. I would say right now, Aaron, as you look around college basketball, I had that story earlier that I kind of hinted at. I don't think I got back into it. I don't think we covered it in Campus Confidential today. That great player from Duke, Filipowski, I think is how you say his name, big tall guy that can shoot the three. He's like 6'9", 6'10". Well, Aaron, they had a 2023 guy coming in. That was a five-star, great player, but he plays, I guess, a similar position. I don't know if they're both centers or a power forward, whatever you want to say. And, Aaron, right the very minute this guy announces that he's coming back to Duke, and, again, he's one of the top young players in America. I And, again, this is great for college basketball because, Aaron, he was a top 50 player for sure in the draft. Maybe even a first-rounder, this Filipowski guy, a highly skilled three-point shooter for Duke and can do it all, can uh, you know? Can handle the ball a little bit, certainly can shoot the three, and a rebounder, all that kind of stuff. He's decided to stay in college. Well, one of their top guys, and this is the way things go, said, I appreciate everything, appreciate everybody who recruited me. I want out. I want out of my letter of intent. Now I think Duke will will probably sign off on this. Now, Aaron, if he played for the women's coach at University of Kentucky, what would she do? She would say, sorry, we're not going to let you out of your, your letter of intent. But in this instance, I think Duke will do that. Aaron, I don't think we've seen any news yet on how Duke will respond to that. But this is a big time player. And Aaron, since the portal is such a big deal and players get like one year but these kind of one and done types, they don't have that year. They don't so I think some players can go, Well, I'll just go to Duke, I'll see how my freshman year goes, and I've got this one time transfer thing. And if it doesn't go well, I can go somewhere else. But this kid has been playing on every all star team. He's a, a, a monster player, he's a five star player, and in his mind he's gonna be a one and done type. And so he just lost his spot uh, because of this guy who's going to stay there. Now, I think some people would go, well, I guess he doesn't have much confidence. Um, And I don't know if that's fair or not, Um, you know, because he he thought it was going to go one way and it's gone another way. Now, Aaron, you've been watching the portal closely. What What we're all watching for is which players are mentioned, like on Baylor, which players list Baylor on their list. And the, the one that's kind of gotten the most attention, Aaron, who else would there be? There's a couple of players that have shown up. Tyler Perry, who was a star at the University of North Texas, but his coach is now at Texas Tech. He is, I, and I kind of like it for these guys, he was not recruited almost at all out of high school, out of a small school in Oklahoma. Now, Aaron, he's going on these trips. He's being courted by all these huge, big-name schools. I love it for him. I love it. He's going and, and taking pictures in their uniforms, and I think that's pretty cool. Now, I hate it for UNT, but he was great for them for two years, and I don't think they can really begrudge him at all. I'm hoping the Bears get him. If you don't know who this kid is, he's got an interesting name because he's got the same name as the famous movie director, Tyler Perry. But he spells his name, this this player, T-Y-L-O-R. He is electric. He can hit any shot in the world. He's only 5'10", 5'11". He's probably about L.J. Cryer's size. But he's every bit the shooter that uh, – and I think he's a little more of a willing defender than uh, Cryer was. I'd love to have him. I mean, I really <laughs> would, but – Again, Grant McCaslin, who used to coach at Baylor, will have a great shot at getting Tyler Perry as well. But the Bears appear to be taking a look at him. The other player that's been attached to the Bears, or at least mentioned, is that Mad Max out of Oral Roberts. Aaron, I don't know if you've seen the latest on him. Um, The one thing I'll say is his coach went to Wichita State. And today I noticed that Wichita State landed a big-time 6'11 player shot blocker score from University of Texas, San Antonio. This was a player that a lot of people have been looking at. He's landed with the Wichita State Shockers. The one thing I can tell you is in this portal, Wichita State will will do great. You know Jerome Tang will. You know that Grant McCaslin will land in Texas Tech and flex that new muscle that he has because that's – that's huge. When you go from North Texas, as good as they've been, when you get to Lubbock and you get to Texas Tech, you've got a whole new recruiting ground. You've got a different type of player that you're looking at, and then also he's got those UNT players that may choose to follow him. They were really, really good this year and, of course, won the NIT championship. Aaron, any of these players that you've seen out there in the portal, are the ones I mentioned, the ones you're most excited about, is there anybody else that's grabbed your attention? There was one player from Stanford that I like, but I've been seeing him attached to other places. I have not really seen Baylor on his radar. Um, you know, I did see something today. Somebody was mentioning, hey, what's Jalen Bridges? You know, is Jalen Bridges going to be interested in playing the NBA? Yeah, for sure. I mean, by the end of the year, what did he score? Thirty something or twenty eight points in the. Uh, he's six seven. He's the idea. I mean, he's the modern day three and D type player in the NBA. He can play the wing. He needs to put on more weight. He needs to come back to Baylor and play another season. But uh, but but again, I will he maybe look at the NBA. I think he totally could. I think he. I think he could. But I think he'll end up hopefully coming back into play for the Bears. Aaron, any any of these players, as you peek around the portal every day, are you interested in the ones I brought up, or is there anybody else that's uh, grabbed your attention?
2: Yeah, those. Um, I was really <laughs> hoping to, that Baylor can land a a big dynamic, a dynamic big man, the uh, the guy from Oregon who was a McDonald's All American and only was at Oregon one year. I was really kind of intrigued by, but he's already uh, committed to go to Indiana. And there was one other big man that's escaping me off the top of my head, maybe from yeah. Michigan.
1: Oh well, Michigan. Um, you know, Hunter Dickinson is the big man from Michigan, and I can't. You know, obviously, everybody wants him. It'll be interesting to see. You know, the the he's leaving Michigan, Aaron. And did you see that guy that Baylor played against in the second round of last year's tournament? Caleb Love is going to Michigan, and Juwan Howard in Michigan will try to to build around him. He was the great player who led them to the uh, uh, to play in the uh, in the NCAA you know title game against Kansas. Uh, he was their best player on that on that team. Baycott was a pretty good player too, but. As far as a scorer, Caleb Love was the best. And now he's going to Michigan, and they're going to build around him. Aaron, I mean, I feel like a, we, we had another campus confidential um, breakout there. Should we play the <laughs> – boy, Jim Turner's Chevrolet. And I got to tell you, by the way, speaking of dealerships, we have so many unbelievable friends and dealerships associated with our show. Aaron, when we come back for the dismount, I got to tell you – some of the things that are happening out at Allen Samuels. And uh, pretty exciting stuff that Ted Teague and his group are working on. I'm going to tell you about some of those deals for April because this is really, some of the truck stuff they're doing out there will really grab your attention. We'll come back, say good night, set you up for your uh, Tuesday evening.
3: We'll do it next to the dismount. Listen to the John Moore Show online at SyntexSportsFan.com. Emerson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson
0: Tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Emerson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of Time Tractors today at the locally owned and operated Emerson Tractors in Robinson, where service is their name.
3: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntexsportsfan.com.
12: A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank member FDIC. Don't miss the spring sale happening now at
0: Lone Star Structures. Save big on in-stock storage sheds, cabins, chicken tractors, dog kennels, porch swings, and gliders. Conveniently shop their on-sale inventory online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Visit LoneStarStructures.com or call 254-583-4411.
8: Hurry in. Sail in soon. Hey, folks, Derek Scotty with Jim Turner Chevrolet. New inventory has arrived, and it's time for you to take advantage. Malibu, Equinox Traverse, Blazer, and the best trailblazer ever built. Also, the new 2024 HD pickup, in stock for immediate delivery, and folks, still 0% financing on every half-ton Silverado in stock. So give us an opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. we treat you like family. This is the Modern
3: Media Big 12 Buzz. A daily look inside Big 12 Athletics. Here now is the voice of the... It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well,
1: that was that was really something to have Priest Holmes on today, 5 o'clock hour. Aaron, do you like that story? 300... And- $50,000, somebody one off playing uh, Fantasy. I mean, that is I thought that was really uh, uh, great to catch up with him. And uh, I did want to, I, I said something about this and April is Ram Truck Month and uh, boy, Ted Teague and the folks out at Allen Samuels uh, the new 2023 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Stars have Forty-two fifty. Wow. Four thousand two hundred and fifty dollars in values. That's uh four point nine percent for seventy-two months, two thousand twenty-three Jeep Grand Cherokee limited fifty five hundred dollars in total values during the Jeep celebration event. Aaron, that sounds like something you'd like to attend. And then that 2023 Dodge Durango has five thousand dollars in total values. Get a 2022 uh, Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Star, 10% off MSRP or take 1.9% for 72 months, okay? Supplies, uh, hurry out there because supplies are getting low. Wow, this is really a a deal and uh, a great selection out there, of course. And uh, you know where it is out there, 201 West Loop, 340. Go see them. All right, been a fun day. Welcome, Colorado, to the Big 12. No, no, not quite yet, but we're excited. Colorado seems interested in the Big 12. We'll have more on that as the week unfolds. Everybody have a great night, and uh, go support some Baylor softball this evening.
3: All right. Thanks, Aaron. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here now is the voice of the
9: Baylor Bears, John Morris. Finals number check. Big 12 athletics on today's Modern Media. Big 12 buzz coming up. The WNBA draft was held last night. Three Big 12 players were selected.